How do you feel people's response to COVID has been, like, everything starting to open up? Do you feel like it's been a weird response with people not were coming in not wearing masks at all or whatnot here? Because um, I haven't felt really with people in the store at all. It's felt the same. I mean, especially your area where you work. Yeah. It seems like people were following the mask mandate less than the rest of the state. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree. But, no, everything's been pretty smooth. I know things in my area where I work, like, things are slowly opening back up as far as, like, how many people you can have and such and such. But it really feels the same for the most part. I mean, we've been back in restaurants for quite a while. Obviously, had to be masked and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, bars opening, that's a big deal. It's nice not to have to be masked everywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's, It's really weird. I mean, that's how it was when I went to Miami at the beginning of the month. So mm-hmm. I guess, like, by the time I got back, and I think Vermont lifted theirs, like... June, either June 15th. Like, oh, it was, so it was pretty much when was I got like back, the, like, the week the official, I got back. the official, official time they opened everything up. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. It, it feels back to normal. Mm-hmm. Which is good. I'm glad it is. Um, Very glad it is. You know, there's the Delta variant of COVID going around now, which sounds pretty, A, contagious, and B... You know, pretty threatening. Like it's supposed to be pretty, pretty. Le- I don't know about lethal, but it's supposed to be you know pretty mm-hmm. potent. I guess you know yeah. compared to the other strains of COVID. I don't really know how that works, honestly. But yeah, I'm not fully familiar with that. But by the sounds of it, it's pretty strong overseas. Like as far as like England and you know other countries, and it's getting pretty powerful here. Apparently, like I think California's been hit with the Delta variant pretty hard. So mm-hmm. you know who knows? Like I. It's gotten places locked back down. I know, like, Tokyo, they were supposed to have fans at the games and stuff for the Olympics here yeah, in a few weeks. no longer. And now that's completely, you know, which is basically square run. You know what I mean? Um, Australia's shut down a couple times. Canada's been having problems still with COVID. So, I don't know. I have no clue what the next few months will look like. I don't know if that means, I guess Biden even said, like, he wouldn't rule out another lockdown for us. So, you know, who the hell knows? I, I don't think it'll get to that point. All depends I hope on not. where everyone is with the uh, with the vaccines and such and such. But, I don't know, we'll see. America didn't respond the best to COVID no. initially. No, so. not at all. So, yeah, I, I mean, to that, yeah, not much has changed on my end besides not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been, I was going to say, not too much has changed in the store. I know people either abided by it or didn't. Some people still come in wearing one, which is fine. Most people don't, which is fine, too, because you're either vaccinated or the ban's been lifted as of now, so it's not really a big deal. I was just wondering if you, like, at first, I know we talked about it, like, last year at some point, how people's reaction to, like, shaking hands and everything with others is going to be different. I haven't seen anything change. I've noticed that a little bit. I've noticed a little more... uh, bumps and pounds rather than daps like yeah that yeah so i would say i would say i've seen that's a difference but i mean that's to be expected you know yeah for sure i guess that's a good thing i mean i can't i can't say i've tracked it i can only go by my own habits but i would say i would say people trying to think it definitely made us healthier in the beginning like we that's the most healthiest i've seen like everybody act as far as you know germs and bacteria you you Mm. know that people were cleaning like door handles and all that extra like it seems like all that's things gone that out the you window. probably should do regardless a little more than we do i mean maybe not to that extent obviously because you yeah. don't like germs are inevitable but like 
there you take for granted sometimes like how dirty something can get and like when you put so many hands on it and then you think like oh i put my hands on the doorknob mm-hmm. opened it up and then put my hands in my mouth that says transfer like you don't think about who's <laughs> you put some your hands in someone's mouth well no i mean like <laughs> Well, I mean, like, if you're eating a chip, you put your hands to yeah, your yeah, lips. So that's yeah, what yeah. I mean. I don't mean just, like, sticking a full fist down. Like, oh, there you go. No, I meant, like, you t- I mean, like, you open the door, you turn, and then, right. like, you you take, like, a chip out of a bag, you put it in, like, those, like, you transfer yeah. germs so easily, and it's, like... And it's unavoidable. Yeah, it's unavoidable, but we can do a better job of at least preventing a little bit. I mean, it's, right. as, again, it's inevitable. Germs are everywhere. You breathe in germs 24-7, so, like, you can't do much about it. Right, yeah. I would. So, I would say to that, yeah, it seems like we've gone... I mean, I don't know. Do you feel cleaner? Um, do you feel like you your habits that maybe you had at the beginning of COVID have kept up? Um, For the most part, yeah. I know I hand sanitize much more now. Yo, Just I would na- say that naturally, because it, norm- it's actually everywhere now. Like, you see... Oh, there's hand sanitizer at this door. Oh, there's hand sanitizer here, comparatively when it wasn't at all. So I definitely do that more now. I what's interesting to me? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say not that I didn't respect it, but I even like I'm more cognizant of respecting people's personal space. Like obviously, I wasn't just gonna go barge through people, but definitely trying to like go even if it's a longer route, go around Mm -hmm. just to respect people's people's personal space. So yeah, definitely like things like that. I feel like I'm healthier. I would say in that aspect, most definitely. It's interesting to me that like a lot of hand sanitizer use isn't good for you, allegedly. They say it actually strips away whatever from protecting germs. Mm-hmm. So I try not to get too crazy with it because it's yeah. easy to because it's like, you're, like, yeah, it's like after every single single thing you do, you're like, right? oh, let me let me wipe off. But yeah. and it feels clean after you do it. You know, what I mean? yeah, like, you can feel the difference. But yeah, yeah. But enough about COVID and uh, sanitizing. You want to get to the NBA Finals, Game 3? Yeah. Or any um, music? Any music you've been listening to, actually, before we get to that? Um, Honestly, other than when we talked about on the prior part, I haven't really been listening to too much. There's been a battle rap. There's a battle rap event this weekend. It's for Smack's birthday. It's a super fight. And I've been kind of listening to people in those battles like just kind of reviewing like not really reviewing but just going back in their catalog essentially like if drake was to put out an album you go through and listen to thank me later and all of them i'm just going back listening to their battles best Mm -hmm. bars and things like that so that's really what i've been doing as of late Mm -hmm. and i'm very that card's gonna be one of the best of the year so i'm very very excited for it would you ever consider being a battle rapper yourself (laughs) uh no i would never consider being a full-time battle rapper i would do a battle I would, but I wouldn't be a full time. I don't. Why wouldn't you? As much time and energy as you uh, put into battle rap, as um, far as a viewership, I would have to. I'd have to do it once to to know if I could do it. I don't know. They just come up with. I mean, not that I can't write, but they come up with a lot of things in a a quick period of time. I just have to see if I really could do it. Remembering three rounds in depth and then all of that stuff. I think I could, but I'd I'd be interested to do a battle, but I don't know if I can make a full career out of it, or if I would do it just like. Even like obviously they do some of them as a hobby and some of them as a career depending on how much money you make from it. So I don't I don't know. And you're an aspiring artist, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely an aspiring artist. That's why I I was thinking I've I've thought about it before just because I see people battle and I'm like I don't know if I could do this all the time. But I mean they're different. I mean they're different artists in themselves too. Like obviously, Absolutely. obviously, but they are like unlike a rapper. Which is really crazy to think, actually, now bring up a point. Hmm. Um, every time, like, a three-minute battle, 
like a three minute round, three round battle has the same amount of like rhymes into it as of as you would take from Illmatic, which is crazy to think that like and not that they're putting out the caliber of Illmatic because that's mm. an all time classic album, but every time they put three rounds together and go on a stage, they put together something that's Illmatic long mm-hmm. and they're doing it some people doing it like once every two weeks. And that's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I could produce at that level. I mean, not everyone has to, but I'm, I've thought about it before. But yeah, an inspiring artist I am. That okay. I am. And you'd be you'd be more apt to deal with the music business side than uh, than battle rap, where it's not really the music business. You know what I mean? It's more it's more yourself. Yeah, you and the marketing yourself and things like that. Obviously, there's battle rap is growing, so it's starting to become more of a market. It's obviously never going to be the music market because that's right. it's music. But there's definitely starting well, part to become, of it in a way. Yeah, it is. I mean, and they're definitely starting to become a much bigger market. But it's not industry. But it's not industry. Obviously, that's yeah, that was my point. It's it's much bigger, but it's definitely never going to be industry. Or I can't say never, but I don't think it'll be there anytime in the near future. So let me ask you, as an aspiring artist, yes, you. Do you want? Would you rather be in the industry, or do, would you rather kind of be independent, which is still kind of industry to some degree, but not mm-hmm. really? More represent yourself from your own money. That way, you got kind of like we we're having that discussion before with J Cole. Like when you're independent, you're it's more your sound rather than a label and everybody. You know, your whole team controlling you. Yeah. So, are you trying to break into the industry, or are you trying to make music more so independently? build your brand etc i would prefer to do it i mean if it has to be through a label to get where i need to be then that would be the route but it i elaborate feel like, on that what do you mean where you need to be well i feel i mean obviously the goal not always the goal but if you're going to do something big in music the goal is to get it out there to as many people be in more shows or get your album like you can and you can do it more so yourself in today's age because of social media and everything that you can do on your own. But the label's going to be able to put everything in the best hands and market your music a little bit better than you because they have more tools to do it so to do so. Obviously independent artists can build themselves up. But I'm just saying like labels have a better foundation, I would say, to build and push an artist. I would disagree with that because a lot of time, or yeah, I would say I, sometimes, especially depending on the artist, they got so many artists on their label, it's hard for them to know yeah, exactly like who, where like and what to, to market. Push. It'd have, then that's where it comes down to the artist being smart. Like, say, TDE, who doesn't, who has like five or six mainstream sounds, and then they obviously have like a little bit of underground, but like, really, it's Isaiah Rashad, Absol, Schoolboy Q, Kendrick, SZA, and J-Rock mm-hmm. as their six main. There's other people there, but mm-hmm. like you can push them equally because it's easy to handle those six, per se. And it's an independent label. And it's so an they in- know what they're... Compared to huge, huge labels to where like, oh, it's your turn, it's your turn, and some people can get lost in the shuffle if you aren't producing at a high level. So I think that's where... As an artist, you have to be smart in like a, oh, this label makes sense for me, this one doesn't. And but I feel like every single artist in would want to be independent, so that would be right. the goal. So that I mean, because no one wants to be told what to do and how to do it, and have to. 
oh, I have to put out a project. Uh, I want 10 songs, but they want 14 and they want a couple clubs, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like every artist wants to be independent and that would be the goal. But sometimes it's hard to do that to get where you want to be, where you're aspiring to before. So where exactly do you want to be? I want to be making music for a career and seeing where that takes me. But where's yeah. your ang- where's your angle? Because you said you would be on the on the major label side. Well, my end. I mean, I have like I have like goals, but I don't have my end goal is I'm leaving open because I don't want to limit myself to whatever. But like I have goals. Like one day I think it would be cool to like perform at the Grammys, or one day I would like to go on a worldwide tour or things like that. But I don't have a but I don't have a set goal. Like I need to get to this point because I don't want to cap it. I want to just be able to grow and ascend as I okay. do. So that's pretty lofty goals. I oh would say. yeah, I mean obviously, and it's working up to those. There's short term, there's medium, there's long. But I'm just saying, like you're talking big goals, so that would be a big goal. So what's a short term goal that we can expect from? Uh, short term goal would be say. By the way, are you Keenan Warner? What's I see you got a I see you switched. Your IG and your, uh, uh, your socials to Jacob Willingham. What's that about? Artist's name is Jacob Willingham. Okay, okay. So should we start... By the way, this is Kyle on the mic. This, this is, is Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan, Jacob Willingham. So Keenan, what, what, are you Jacob Willingham, Willingham on, the, on the podcast, too? Or are you Keenan Warner? What if, oh, I'm Keenan Warner. This is the Warner Brothers, not the Warner Brother and Willingham. So okay, this okay. is a Warner so, Brothers podcast. True, so. true. So I'm Keenan on this podcast. Cause I, For sure. I got to say, I'm your brother. Yes, I still don't know the difference between Jacob and Keenan. I haven't seen like, like I haven't seen any any appearance changes. Like as far as maybe clothes or style, I haven't seen. You know what I mean? Like, I, so explain to me what exactly Jacob's Jacob more. Is. Jacob's more of a mind thing than it is just a show thing. And it's I'm realizing that it's gonna have to turn into like people are gonna have to be able to differentiate. And like at some point, and be able to see like, oh, hey, this is this. But for me, it's more of a mindset. Like, Keenan is the more extrovert. Jacob's the more introvert part of me. I would say I think I'm more. So the introvert's gonna be the one putting out music. Well, I mean, creatively, right. I think like I mean, I don't mean like in the sense of I'm gonna just go out and just be shy and look. But I mean, creatively, introvert in a sense of I like to. I mean, obviously, introverts are staying to themselves, but I like musically. I like to be create. I'm musically. I like to get in depth with my music. Musically, I like to kind of push, say, my pen per se to try to be intricate and everything. And I think Jacob's the more creative side of me. Okay, that that's what I would say. And I'd say Keenan's more of the exuberant personality that people see on a day to day basis. Interesting. All right, so. Short-term goals for who am I talking to right now? Is it Jacob or Keenan? Short-term goals for Jacob. I mean, my short-term my short-term goals would be to put out put out a mixtape. I would like to get good reception. Probably something something like maybe twenty thousand downloads on like a Spotify um, Spotify or a SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Just like small things. Uh, then. Maybe a little bigger, like a first whatever, like if a music video wise, a hundred thousand views on a music, like those little things to kind of just build up to five thousand Instagram followers and like ten, and then just kind of build from there. Okay, so that would be the some of the short term goals I do have. So following count, you want 
You're gonna, just because. So when should, should when should we expect this mixtape? I don't have a set date for it right now. So there's no set date. There's not a set date for it right now. Do we know how many tracks are done? Uh, tracks are done about six, I would say. About six. Because I do want to point out, when we first started this, when we moved locations to the podcast, this was, I think, in the middle, like, very beginning of COVID. Mm-hmm. You did say it was on the way. Mm-hmm. And I'm Dr. Dre with that. Okay, because people been, are eagerly waiting. Because you got, you got lofty goals here with the Grammys. with Well, of course. I mean, but everyone shoots for that. Like, one day when you're playing basketball on the road, you're thinking that I want to be an NBA champion. That's a lofty goal, but you've got to work. You've got to work every single step of the way to get there. That's why you have the short term. But obviously, like, who wouldn't want to perform at the Grammys? Or who wouldn't want to go on a worldwide tour? True. So like me personally, like, I'm fuck the Grammy so so that's. Yo, what. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, just like a big stage like yeah, that, or the BET Hip Hop Awards, or like something like something along those lines. I would be most definitely. Like everyone has those top tier goals, but you can't get to those top tier goals without working from your bottom tier. Can't just jump to the the mm. ending conclusion. So, see, it's interesting to me because, and this is cool, but this is where I'm getting confused. You say you want to be independent, but then you say. You want to be like the Grammys and all that, which is very, very mainstream, which is very like, you know, star. You know what well, I mean? Well, I mean, independent in the sense of I don't want people to tell me how I have to create things. I don't mean. So indi- once you want to come up independent and then that yeah, way, no, that's what you I was, still get the Grammy stuff. No, that's, that's what I was saying. I was because you were talking label. I was saying sometimes for people, they have to be pushed by a label to get where they want. to. Right, right, right. My goal is to do it independently. That I thought. Would, I thought you said you want to get to a major label. No, sorry. If I, I did say that, so if I did 10. say that, I was miscon. I I want to personally do it independently. Okay. I just know some people have to go through the major label route to get where they have to go. But I've always wanted to be independent so I can do it on my own terms. That's always been okay. That's always been my goal because I feel like, and as I was saying, I feel every single artist wants to be independent in their own sense. They don't want to be told what to do. They want to be creative how they can be creative. I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but I feel like a lot. I of, would assume most. I feel like half the artists want to do that, or some of the artists want to do that. And I feel like a lot just want to make it, and that's how you end up. Yeah, that's no. why the industry is what it is. They can they can offer you what looks like a lot of money, and then yeah. it ends up being. You know, divide it up however it is, and then the artist ends up getting fucked over a lot in a in a major label situation. Yeah, but I, they get the fame, the you know all yeah, the perks depending sure. on who's who. And really. that's why the la- and that's why a major label label is always appealing because you have the oh well we can offer you this and this and this you're on here we'll push you up like so that's why the la- major label is always always going to shine through in a sense because a lot of people. For the people who want to be independent, the other pe- there's so many people that just want to make it, hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, like the major, li- I mean, I think there's more, I think there's more independent artists or people who want to be independent now that they have the 2021 technology that we do. So you're able to put things out more and kind of do things on your old build your own brand. But music label wise, it's kind of like a definite mm-hmm. in a sense. Like obviously. You have to get to a certain point to be on a music label. You have to get in a certain part to be a cool, independent artist. But like that next step t- that's going to take you to stardom or the next step that's going to keep you mid-tier or low-tier or whatever, people feel like it's, oh, it's almost a sure thing with this label comparatively to I have to do this on my own. So I think that's why people go to labels. 
but I would preferably do it independently. Okay. For sure. But <laughs> going off of uh, the NBA Finals, which we went on a yeah, yeah, complete we got, detour from, which we is fine with me. Detour, yeah, yeah. Back, uh, back to uh, Keenan Warner, Warner Brothers Podcast. We're here. NBA Finals, how have you felt about Game 3? And actually Game 2. I don't think we were back here for Game 2, or were we? No, I don't think so. Yeah, we went before Game 2. We went so. right before Game 2. So how Game 2, Game 3, how are we feeling about both? I think I said before game two that, you know, I was rooting for the Bucks to win game two, but if they didn't, they would win game three. Yeah, we were both which, in that camp that, like, the Bucks weren't going down 0-3, regardless of how it was happening. Yeah, most teams, I mean, any, unless you're in an Atlanta situation where, you know, you shouldn't have been in the conference finals in the first place, like, the teams that make it to the conference finals, they go down 0-2, more than likely than not, they're at least going to get that game three, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're not going to get swept. That's why I wasn't like when everyone was counting the Clippers out. You you know the Clippers are there for a reason. They got all those guys like Kawhi and Paul George. They're gonna figure it out. They're gonna win at least that game three. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when you're down two all, your back's against the wall. So you're gonna get or you should get that team's best effort. Yeah, so, and the game three has to be your best game of the series. I mean, obviously unless it goes seven, but like right. at if that down 0-2, if yeah. you're down 0-2, game three really needs to be the best game of the series that you play for the most part. Unless you would obviously, hope. obviously, unless you get down three two, then every game's an eliminate. But like, you're da- if you go down 0-3, you're done. Exactly, like you, you're not coming back from 0-3 because it's. Because no one's to, ever done it in their life. Yeah. In basketball. Yeah. In, in Shout out to our 04 Red Sox. <laughs> right. But and it's, it happens in hockey. It has I happened in hockey a couple like, times. I couldn't tell you who, but I know it's happened in hockey. I want to say that like at least four or five. I could be wrong about that, mm-hmm. but I want to say a little more frequent. But yeah. Giannis turned into Shaq, or he's I should been say Shaq. turned into Giannis, really. Yeah, you he's know, been he's, Shaq these entire playoffs. Not when he's shooting threes. No, now he's no, not no, even no. settling. Like he only took One two to last two, game. If he can just stay around taking zero to two threes a game, it's fine. Yeah, they'll live with that. They'll live with that, and that's what he's doing. He's being dominant, using his size, back to back forty pieces. Uh, that's not going to stop. He's going to be. I think you said the other day to me, he's not going to go below thirty again this series. And no, he can't. You know no, what I mean? Because he's not going to get doubled. Because they have such good shooting on the outside, I don't think they'll double him ever. And Without, and unless eight, they absolutely need to. Unless they absolutely need to. And Giannis can now play. He's getting his win back for sure. He can play about 38 to 40 minutes. It's going to be hard to put eight in on him for 40 minutes. Like someone else has got to guard him, and Saric going down does not help. Hurts Frank, them a lot. Frank Kaminsky, Wisconsin great, I believe. Wisconsin. <laughs> All right. Frank ahead. Kaminsky is not doing anything with Giannis. Bay Crowder is not doing anything with Giannis. Yeah, that's not Wisconsin. Water over a bridge is not doing anything with Giannis. So. Right? That's not Wisconsin Frank Kaminsky. So, no, no. Which wouldn't make a big deal anyway, but two responses to that. A, yeah, the injuries to Sarek and DiVincenzo specifically. Like, mm-hmm. Those are two, mm-hmm. yeah, they're just role players, but they would have made a difference in this series. And especially, like you said, with Sarek being out, now they have no front court depth. Yeah, and DiVincenzo on the other end, uh, he's a good defender, so it's another body you can throw at Devin Booker, another body you can throw at Chris Paul to retire him out, so Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton don't wing. have to see him for 36. And he can shoot. Can shoot, yeah, he's got offensive game, like DiVincenzo's game a lot. Very athletic. Uh, so... To that, the injuries, that's what sucked. But like you said, 
game threes or sorry game four is tomorrow i thought the game was today right mm-hmm. yeah i knew i knew it because they have now three games three pretty much three days technically two days in between every game now yeah yeah they got three full days so now the next game saturday so exactly like you said that's good for Giannis. he's gonna keep resting up these extra days went from what they played thursday was there no they played sunday they played sunday which so means sunday to wednesday played- and then wednesday to, to Saturday, Saturday and then Saturday to, Saturday to Tuesday, Tuesday, then, yeah. Tuesday to Friday. That's if it goes seven. Thursday. So oh, that's what's oh, weird about it. They, oh, they yeah, shorten yeah, yeah. it next week. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, looking yeah. today after you said that. Yeah. Weird scheduling and it all favors Giannis. That's all I'm going to say. It does. I think it goes seven. I think I think the Bucks win tomorrow. I think Phoenix wins game five. I think Bucks win game six. Everyone takes care at home and then game seven. Who the hell knows? I would be rooting for Chris Paul that game if it gets to that situation, but I would be scared to death of Giannis if I'm a Phoenix fan. I'd be scared to death of Giannis, period, if I'm a Phoenix fan. Because yeah, like you said, if Aiden gets in foul trouble at all, it's, it's gonna be it's a wrap for at least Giannis. He's gonna get whatever he wants, and all you can do is do the hack of Giannis thing. Mm. You know, put him on the line. And even if he's shooting free throws like last game, you can't do that. Right. Really like thirteen to seventeen or something along those lines. Like he he was. But you shooting live with those ball. chances. Oh yeah, you have you have to at some point. But if he's gonna keep rolling like that, you can't just foul him because you're wasting fouls at that point. Made me laugh because they said Shaq holds the record for the finals free throw attempts with 39 yeah and that's really what you'd have to do with you know you couldn't stop Shaq they're not gonna be able to stop Giannis a lot unless they you know go to his zone or something I'm sure uh Monty Williams will make adjustments so we'll see but Um, I still got the Bucks in game four yeah I I got the Bucks game four for sure if it goes seven I said Suns and seven prior to the series starting if Giannis came back before game three I won't change my pick, but I, the confidence in that pick will be going down drastically. Because I did not think we were going to get this good of a Giannis this early. I I just thought because of the injury, I thought... I mean, he, he thought himself that he was done for the season and partially next season. And he's back in a week looking yeah. like well, the best player. That's when we player. thought it was torn. When he yeah. found out it was hyperextended. I thought, well, I, I still gave him like two weeks. Because I was like, okay, that looked bad. But he just returned, took one game, and then now he looks like the best player on the planet. Like he's, it, it's going to be tough because I think I, he looks better. You take this no, version I, now over Durant. I wouldn't take. No, I'm saying he's looking like the best player on the planet. I don't think he is. I think but I'm saying if he's looking like the best player on the planet right now, would you take this version of Giannis right now over the current version of Durant? No, like no. So he's looking like the. He's always he's playing at the second best player in the planet right now, but he's looking like he could argue for the best planet player on the planet right now. I don't think okay. I, I could hate on an argument if they're like, yeah, Giannis is playing a little better than Durant. I don't think so because of how Durant versatile, and just Durant is phenomenal, obviously. But if you did say it, I can't be like, wow, that's a dumb take. So you'd also <laughs> take this version of Giannis over current version of Steph you said mm. best or second best player on the planet right now looking mm. like what like Steph Curry I, last season what we saw versus what we see right now, or this past season I should say I would as much as it pains me to say this barely by a slight edge because of the defensive because of the defensive aspect because he's still one of the best five defensive player the uh, players on defense in the league Plus what he's doing on offense. And if he keeps hitting this turnaround jumper that 
came out of nowhere. The little Dirk fadeaway. Yeah. I was going to say the one he took from Dirk. If he can keep hitting that, then yeah, I would edge him over Steph, and that's hard for me to say. Okay, let me ask you then quick. Give me your top five players then. If it's as in Giannis today and then everyone else as they left us. So mm. Steph, how he left us. Dame, how he left us. Jokic, Le- all them. Uh, LeBron James. Kevin Durant. Space Jam 2 on the way, by the way. Yeah, I gotta this Friday, you. right? Yeah, 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 we'll talk about that right after this. Uh, Kevin Durant, Giannis... Mm. I'm going to I'm gonna off the off the way they left us, you said. So Luca Steph LeBron. And okay. I think and I so, and here's the thing and No I Dame, think, no Jokic, no uh no Jokic is I, a big one. Steph and no, Kurt, Damian Lillard's better than Steph. Jokic, I Damian Lillard's better than. Sorry, Steph. No, sorry, other way around. Steph is better than Damian Lillard. I think Luke is better than Dame. I think yeah, I think Giannis, is. Kevin Durant, and LeBron is better than Dame. If you people may count LeBron just because of the injury and how he left, but he's at five for me right now. And no Kawhi, no, and no Jokic, no. Those two shock me. I don't know. I I mean, would you take Jokic over Steph? Not over Steph. Would Steph you take would him be... over LeBron? Today? Today. See, I think Probably. Le- I think LeBron's kind of... I, I mean, LeBron's LeBron. But like, if you're asking me for like the next five years, of course... Well, I mean, I'm of course, Jokic. five years. But I think... Do you think Le- Jokic will have a better season next year than LeBron? Yeah. See, I don't. He just had a historic season. Very quietly. Like, very quietly had a stupid season. Yeah. Oh, I know. You mean won an MVP. So, I mean, and it was deserving but I more than deserving. Yeah, I think I would take. I think statistics wise, Jokic will probably have better numbers than LeBron. But I think LeBron's going to do more for his team winning. So I'm going. Well, you ask who's going to be better next year. I mean, statistics wise, I think, but I don't think stats are the only thing that talks of, uh, describes who's a better player. No, no, no. But I mean, I think LeBron's going to be more. Intricate, a more intricate part in his team winning, and I think they're going to go farther on than, both ends. Yeah, I think he's a better defender than Jokic. Okay, um, yeah, I agree. No, but I'm saying yeah. like he doesn't really put much effort in on the in the regular season on defense anymore. But anyways, <laughs> on a tangent. Regardless, yes, I think the Bucks are going to win Game Four. Okay, I got all the right, Bucks ra- winning Game Four. Wrapped it up back there. All right. Yeah. All right. Come all the I way agree back with you. circle. It. I agree with you. Bucks win game four. I hope it goes seven. It's definitely going six. That would be my predictions. Yep. Uh, I'm sticking with Suns and seven. I do think they're the better team, but I man. have Suns and seven. But if it, obviously if it gets that game seven, I'm I won't have any confidence in that pick. But I'm gonna any go, confidence? No confidence. Well, I mean, at all? like very minimal. Con- it's gonna be basically a fifty-fifty coin toss. I think. Because it's a game seven, and with the way Giannis is playing right now, because I really didn't think Giannis was going to be this good, I really didn't. But he is being is he's this great right now. I thought the knee was going to hinder him, but it hasn't. So, listen, we got a date to play pickup right about now. I want to say so. Yep. We got to get out of here. Warner Brothers podcast. We'll be back. Keep watching the finals. Keep watching basketball. Keep listening to music. All that stuff. I'm in support of. Da 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 da. Peace. <laughs> I'm in support of. Peace.